it's so easy to look at other people's profile and see their engagement higher than yours, or um, they are like they have more followers, they have more likes, whatever it is. Um, but you have to remember that everyone a starts at a different time, so you can't compare yourself to someone who's been posting for longer than you. Um, and everyone's growth looks different. You your viral growth or whatever could be tomorrow, you know. Um, but the most Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of The Perfect Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I have no idea what I'm doing, but no one really does. So let's talk about it. I am a published author, blogger, and podcast host, and my content explores the intersection of mental health and social media use. And who better to ask about that than the people who need to be online? Every Friday, I speak to influential content creators like authors, entrepreneurs, influencers, bloggers, actresses, coaches, podcasters, and I ask them how they manage a healthy relationship with social media. How do they balance showing up here and doing their work while maintaining a healthy mental state? The Perfect Podcast is a filter-free zone, so we get into all of it. We find out all about the parts of our guest lives that don't make it online, and by the end of it, it feels like you just made a new best friend. We have so much to learn from each other, And my goal for this show is to prove to you that you are not alone. Here's what happens when people stop using filters and start getting real. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Perfect Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm so happy you're here. This is going to be the last episode of season four. I was planning on sharing a solo episode next week, but I decided instead to turn it into a sort of series on TikTok. I try to do one solo episode every season and I pick a topic and I like to jam on it. And this season I was putting together an episode all about the things I was going to stop apologizing for and stop judging myself for and stop shaming myself for and stop being embarrassed about and stop hiding about myself. You get it. So, And when I got to it, I realized that list is really long, longer than I was expecting. And since I miss you guys so much during my in-between season hiatus, I figured I could make a TikTok video for each thing on the list and turn it into a sort of series. So if you're not on TikTok already, I hope this inspires you to get on the app because it's a game changer and you're going to love it. My handle is life underscore is underscore perfect, F-U-C-K-E-D. I do not know why they let me use the full curse word in my handle but I didn't ask any questions. So make sure to follow me. The link is down below in the show notes and then you can catch that series. I think it's going to spark some really cool conversations and I'm really looking forward to it. Today on the show, we're speaking to Jules Montgomery. You might know her as at it's me, Jules. She's on Instagram. She's on TikTok. And her episode was actually slated for season five um, on my calendar, but I loved our conversation so much. And I think it's so relevant that I couldn't wait to share it. So She's our final episode of season four. Jules is a digital creator who has taken to TikTok and Instagram to spill her secrets and teach others the ways of the interwebs. (laughs) I love all of her content so much. I learned so much from her. So I invited her on the show to see if she could offer us some insight as to what's going on behind the screens. And she did not disappoint. You can find ways to connect with Jules down in the show notes 
along with all of my links as well. Make sure, like I said, to follow on TikTok so you can catch my upcoming No Apologies tour. (laughs) And if you haven't already, make sure to sign up for my newsletter. The link is down there too. I'm sharing a sneak peek of my book cover next week. Ah, It's so good. It's so good. And I'm not saying that just because it's mine. (laughs) Like other people are telling me it's really good too. Um, I shared it with my early readers, like my beta readers, and they all flipped out. So I know it's a good one. Yeah. So that got me even more excited to finalize this thing and get it into your hands. If you're new here and don't know what I'm talking about, I'm self-publishing a book called BRB, a memoir about coming of age in the digital age. It's about mental health and being millennials and social media and all the things, and it'll be out in May. But pre-orders will be available very soon, and if you're on my email list, you'll get first dibs. All right, that's it. I hope you're all doing well. You know, we're finishing up the month of March. (laughs) Um, We're entering into the spring. I feel some shifts. I feel some transition of energy. It feels really good. So I'm excited to see where this next season takes us. Like I said, this is the final episode of the season, but I still want us to be in touch and hanging out. So make sure to follow on Instagram, follow on TikTok, you know, sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to be hanging out there for the whole time I'm off the podcast. And then season five will be launching the first Friday of May. Like I've told you before, May is going to be a big month. I turned 31 on the first day of May. Season five will be launching shortly after, and the book will be officially out a little bit after that. So it's going to be a big, busy month, and I'm really excited about it. All good things. So I'll be spending all of April kind of mentally and emotionally preparing myself for it. Um, That's it for me, guys. I really hope you enjoy this episode with Jules Montgomery, and I'll catch you in May. Bye. All right, cool. Hi. (laughs) Hi, how are you? Good. It's nice to meet you. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I discovered you on TikTok and immediately like resonated with your content and wanted to learn more from you. So I kept following you around and it just seems like such a perfect fit. Like you said, like your work is social media. So I'm so interested in hearing your perspective and what goes on the other side of your screen. So I can't wait to get to know more about you. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad that you found me. I looked at your podcast and had I discovered it on my own, I definitely would have become a listener. Oh, that makes me, that's such a validating compliment. Thank you so much. (laughs) You would be like an ideal target for the show for sure. Um, So I just opened up my, my questions. I like to get started with, so we're ready recording. I record from the beginning and I kind of like it to flow just as like we're meeting for the first time, like two people who decided to just go have some coffee and get to know each other. So um, I'd love for you to introduce who you are and what you do now. And then I typically like to go backwards and hear all about what you were doing before this. But for anyone who's just meeting you now for the first time, letting us know who you are and what you do first. Awesome. Um, Hi, I'm Jules. Uh, I'm a social media manager. I manage for brand accounts, um, typically within fashion, beauty, and art. Um, And I also uh, consult on people's personal accounts and for brands. And more recently, I started posting educational content about social media growth on um, Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I saw a lot of growth with, um, that content on TikTok and I just started my first class that I'm doing, um, like live, 
uh, group Zoom sessions with some one-on-one -on -one consultations mixed in because I'm trying to work with as many people uh, from my TikTok community as possible. Um, yeah, so everything within social media and social media education. Man, so I mean, obviously, I want to hear more about that because you certainly have an expert insight into what's going on over there on the other side of things. But I'm curious of like how you got started in with social media. Like, did you study that? Is that what you were planning on doing? Um, so yeah, just give us an idea of what your background is. Okay, um, not at all. <laughs> um, so rewind like 10 years and I was a competitive golfer growing up um, and I played in tournaments all throughout like middle school high school and then I played at the University of Michigan and I completely I was very unsure about what I wanted to do but I thought I was going to be somewhere in the medical field I actually studied nursing and then immediately before graduating knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, planned on going to med school. I, I got accepted to Columbia's post-bac pre-med program. I was going to go there. Um, last minute change of heart, took a job in the cardiovascular surgical ICU at Cleveland Clinic. So moved out of state for that. Um, and then once uh, I worked there for like a year and a half, and it was a great experience, but it was not, I wasn't passionate about it. Um, so I started an e-commerce business on the side and that really took off. I grew that to six figures in about two months with just social media and social wow. media marketing. Um, so from there I was like, okay, I have a little bit of a knack for social media and digital marketing. And I was having a ton of fun with it. Um, I started taking over accounts for other businesses. And then when COVID hit and all of the supply chains got messed up, I decided to go fully digital and manage social media full time. Mm -hmm. And that is the very not linear way that I got here. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so interesting because, you know, stumbling upon your content now we wouldn't know any of that story, right? Like that's just not there. So it's yeah, just really, absolutely. it offers such a good context and like layer to the sandwich, I guess, when we're consuming other people's content to know like what all is happening behind this. Um, so that's super interesting. And in regards to social media, so you just happen to have a knack for it. I'm wondering how old you are. I don't know the answer to that. I just turned 25. Okay. Yeah. So like you're in that perfect spot to, cause I'm 30 and I feel like even though it's just five years older, mm -hmm. I feel like the generational gaps are just getting so small because of technology. So there's stuff that like just comes so much easier to someone in your age bracket than it is for me for some reason. Um, so you were in that sweet spot to just really have a knack for this. And um, were you doing like a lot of social media for yourself, like person, personally using it and that's how you got good at it? And have you always had like a good relationship with social media? What's that been like? Um, yeah, I've always had an interest in social media and had fun with it. Um, I never um, aggressively tried to grow my personal accounts um, on Instagram. I tried 
a YouTube channel a couple times. Um, and I had a ton of fun with video, but um, just the longer form content when I was also in school and working was mm. a lot to try and produce. Um, but I always had more fun with video than I did with Instagram. So when I started posting more consistently, like as a creator on TikTok, that's when I really started to grow because it was that perfect um, mix of I could have the video, but the editing didn't take me forever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I've always been on social media, um, like on Instagram since, I don't know, high school, somewhere in high school. Um, I, I'm old for TikTok. <laughs> I, I'm reminded of that every day when I see <laughs> Oh, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I am team baggy jeans and middle part. Yeah. Um, but I'm like a zillennial or a zennial, like whatever yes, you want I've just been it. learning about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a lost generation where we can, mm -hmm. we can kind of pass as Gen Z. Um, but we also uh, relate to millennials and we're maybe a little bit later to adopt TikTok. Mm. Um, we definitely... I anyways was not as interested in TikTok when it was to my knowledge strictly like dancing and right. lip syncing videos that was like the whole musically thing was not for me um but yeah I guess social media was sort of intuitive for me I started out with Instagram for my brand and then I actually was really lucky that I partnered with a couple of uh influencers creators and they made TikToks for me just mm wearing like it was an apparel line that I had started mm. and they made TikToks wearing my clothes and uh, the amount of sales that I saw through the like successful TikTok videos mm -hmm. that um you know made it to a lot of for you pages was just like nothing else I had ever seen um so yeah between a mix of like running um like organic Instagram growth some Facebook and Instagram ads and then like those TikTok videos I just kind of quickly got immersed into social media when I was running that brand. Wow. And then did, have you noticed getting like needing breaks from social media? Like, have you ever felt like you needed to take a break or it was maybe like the lines were bleeding over onto each other and it was affecting your personal life too much? Like how has that um, transition been? Um, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, the, the more I use social media for work, the less I use it um, leisurely, uh, just because every time I go on Instagram or on TikTok, I see a whole bunch of DMs to answer. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it feels a little bit more like work when you're using it as a tool, as opposed to just like scrolling and consuming. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely try my best to take breaks. Um, it's harder in the beginning, especially when you're like first seeing success and first seeing your community grow, um, to put the, the phone down. Um, but, uh, I've recently started making little adjustments to try and like get myself away from it. And I definitely feel better when I like clearly delineate these are the times that I'm going to use social media, um, this is when I'm going to create music professionally. I'll give myself a little bit of time to consume and then past like these hours early in the morning, I try not to use my phone later at night. I have to put my phone across the room now so that I don't use it when I'm in bed. Yeah. Um, but definitely breaks feel wonderful. 
Yeah, that's really good advice. And I try to do the same thing. I was asked this the other day, um, like, what are some boundaries I set? Or like, how do I use social media? Because I talk about this, like, this is what I'm always preaching. And I don't always practice what I preach. So I had to answer like, on an ideal day, I wouldn't look at my phone first thing in the morning, and I would put it away and not touch it when I'm ready for bed. But like, how often does that happen? A lot. Like, it happens. I have to be so conscious of it and so intentional and be like and like really stop myself like I've done it enough times where like if I keep those boundaries in place and I like detox from social media entirely for like a week it's the same as quitting anything like the first couple days you're like jittery about it and then it is fine so I know that if I kept this a habit (laughs) more consistently I wouldn't feel that withdrawal I guess but I don't I need to be more consistent um what would you say is, I mean, I'm sure there's a plenty of things, but a part of your life that doesn't show up online or like a misconception people might have of you um, who are consuming your content and just seeing this like online version of you? Oh, um, stuff that doesn't show up online. I mean, my um, social media is so tailored to social media education that I feel like there are most dimensions of my life don't show up online. Um, I mean, I think there are just like little misconceptions about um, like how professional like the setup is and like not that it's unprofessional or like um, the production of the content. I think people overestimate like how perfect the behind the scenes is Mm. a little bit. Um, Like I got asked, I've been getting asked more and more about like my TikTok setup because I have like really bright lighting and um a ton of white surrounding me and it's like very like bouncy the light um and I I showed it on my story one day I was like you guys this is a corner of my basement it was the (laughs) only place that I had available to film (laughs) so I had to buy a bunch of lighting off Amazon because there were no windows um so and I think that a lot of people um and I guess I did this myself too for a while um they put off like creating content or getting on social media until they are in like a more perfect situation or Mm. they think that they have like more picture perfect content to share um but I also think that's what's so great about TikTok is it's helping people move away from that I think like a lot more TikTok content is just kind of like off the cuff like relatable uh casual content and I think people are really attracted to that after a long time of like overproduced, um, inauthentic uh, Instagram content Mm -hmm. that just like portrayed a perfect picture. Um, But I think there are so many dimensions like of everyone's life that do not show up online. I guess the biggest thing is I don't share my, my dog online. (laughs) He is just my, my bestie. He's (laughs) always right next to me. You just never see him. That's so funny. Yeah, it's true. Cause I do consume your content as well. And I was thinking about it before getting on. Cause I also try not to like dig into my guest's story. Cause I want to hear it from you and like catch it candidly. But um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where she lives. I don't think, I don't know how old she is. I don't know about her personal life at all but I still consume you all day long because your content is so valuable to me. 
So I feel like I have a relationship with you, but of this one facet of your personality. So I love doing stuff like this because then I get to meet you. Um, And you said you worked in Cleveland. Cleveland Clinic is in South Florida, right? Because that's... that's They have a Florida campus, but the main one is in Cleveland. Mm. So I was, yeah, I was in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm originally from Michigan Mm. and then I went to U of M and then I moved down to Cleveland. And then the plan was to move somewhere um, fun. I was supposed to, I was trying to go to New York um, right around like spring 2020. Um, So you can guess how that worked out. (laughs) Um, Not um, the best move. So I ended up staying in Michigan for this last year. Wow. Okay. And your work works like that because you can do it from anywhere. So that's helpful. Yeah. Um, so if I understand correctly, you were like doing social media and stuff for your brands and you were helping other people and you were getting clients and stuff. And then recently is when you started really making your own content and your own presence. Cause that's when I discovered you were, you were basically saying like, this is what I've done for all these other people. And I'm going to do it for myself as like proof of concept kind of thing. So I'm wondering like, since that shift, have you found yourself or if you've even found yourself doing this before? getting sucked into the comparison game or like having to like check in with yourself when it comes to that. Because I know since you do it as work, like you, you're aware of it. Like, you know, it's there, you know, it's, you know, nothing is real. It's all a a fake thing, but we can still get sucked in. So I'm wondering if that happens to you and what you do and it does. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when I first started posting, it was the most frustrating. Um, you just feel like you're calling into a void um, and you're creating this content and putting a ton of work into it and no one's seeing it. You just have to remind yourself that it is part of your profile and people are eventually going to see it when a video does catch. Um, it's so easy to compare yourself. To be honest, though, the best thing that I have found, because I I think the most frustrating situation is actually when you do get a piece of content to catch, like coming down from that, everything else feels horrible. Like it feels like every other piece of content is performing horribly. You're like, why can't I recreate this? Did I just get lucky? Like, will it ever happen again? Um, It always, there's always um, a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to keep posting until you figure out what it is that people want to see from you again. Um, it's so easy to look at other people's profile and see their engagement higher than yours, or, um, they are like, they have more followers, they have more likes, whatever it is. Um, but you have to remember that everyone, a starts at a different time. So you can't compare yourself to someone who's been posting for longer than you. Um, and everyone's growth looks different. You, your viral growth or whatever could be tomorrow you know? Um, but the most helpful thing in dealing with all of that is definitely just connecting with other creators. Um, whenever I have a mutual follow, like on TikTok, I always reach out to that person, like tell them why I love their content and try to connect with as many people as I can. Um, and just having other friends and just like people that you can talk to about like how that feels to not be getting the engagement and like how it feels to be frustrated um, when you're putting in a ton of work. It's just really helpful to like have someone to talk to about that. I agree. I also think that it's really important to hear about it. That's why I started the show, you know, like for people listening who I feel like a lot of people want to be doing stuff like this or like they feel 
like they don't want to take themselves seriously or they don't want to take that thought or dream seriously like oh I don't I can't do that or like there's no point in me trying to do that like look how great and successful these people are but then they hear stories from you guys and then it, they, it clicks and they're like oh wait like none of this is easy and perfect like they just tried and landed there and that's all I have to do so yeah I think that it's really important to have these conversations and there isn't a real authentic space for them online I feel like and aside from a DM or something private like that like I feel like the the quickness of like the scrolling and the filters and all of that like as much as people want to be like authentic online and like show the the real side of Instagram or whatever like it just doesn't lend itself to that so yeah. those conversations are great reaching out to people DMing people most people like want to talk I feel like in the direct messages like yeah even if they have hundreds of thousands of followers, like they want to talk. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Um, it's so much more fun, like mm -hmm. to have um, a community on social media yeah. for sure. Um, but I totally agree with what you're saying that like people don't take themselves seriously enough or like mm -hmm. give themselves a chance, but there's nothing like just starting, like yeah. just start posting. Um, you just really never know. And you have to like, believe that it's possible before you see that it's possible or else it's there's no chance that it ever happens yeah and, and when you hear these stories it's like most of the people we're, we're consuming right now and we're like oh my god they have it all I want that I can never have that like that's not even what they wanted like they had this whole other plan and then suddenly yeah. they landed here and they're just like taking advantage of opportunities and I feel yeah, like that's absolutely. all it really is yeah I, I do think that is like most common yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so for people who are listening online who are hearing us say this and they're like, you know what, I, I do want to start. I want to get going with this. Like they want to build their influence online. Um, what's something you can offer them, like a tip that would help them balance when they're getting started, their time on the apps and their mental health? Because if people are going from like using this as like leisurely and personally and wanting to then do what we're talking about and like consistently post and find that community and all that. What's something that you might be able to offer to help them balance it out? Yeah. Um, I think it's really important that you schedule your time like as a creator versus as a consumer versus not being on social media at all. Mm. So just trying it's, it's so difficult. Um, but you get better at it as you, um, do it. Um, but just make sure that you're forcing yourself to put your phone down, uh, especially right after your po after you post, in my opinion. Mm. So I feel like the easiest schedule to adopt when you're first like transitioning into like your creator role is give yourself a little bit of time to consume, post your piece of content, and then put your phone away. Like leave it in the other room. Do not look at how the engagement is right in the beginning. Um, you will drive yourself in, insane um, obsessing over are people liking it? Is it, is it being pushed to for you pages? Um, mm -hmm. Are people engaging? Um, and I think that that is when it gets unhealthy, like from a mental health standpoint. Um, so definitely right after you post, give yourself a break. Go do something else to distract yourself. <laughs> I also, I saw you talk about that online and it, and you mentioned it in a way, and it, it works. I've been doing it. Um, that like right after you post, like Instagram wants to bring you back. So they're yeah. going to like get you a bunch of notifications so that you're like, ah, I need to go look at my phone. I don't have notifications turned on on my phone. Um, mm -hmm. but I know people do. 
I've never, but I know people do. Yeah. So they see that badge come up on their phone, like all these people liking, and it's like this dopamine hit. Instagram yeah. wants to do that so that you show back up. So yeah, that's what I've been doing lately, especially with reels, whatever. Yes, it's really <laughs> helpful. I mean, it's helpful. And even if it doesn't give you that extra push, it's mm -hmm. like mentally healthy. Right. Yeah. That, that's what I've been doing to tr like force myself to not look at my phone again when I'm going to bed. I'll like post my piece of content like in the evening and then I'm like, okay, I can't look at it because it's going to help me boost my post or whatever. <laughs> like that's the incentive. Yeah. But most yeah. of the time it works like nine, nine out of 10 times. Um, that was really good advice. I really like what you said about making time to consume, then create, and then to not be on social media at all. Because that's a boundary that I set for myself where I want to always be creating more than I'm consuming, but I don't really fraction off the part of not doing any of it at all. <laughs> so like, yeah. I need to be a little bit more conscious of that. That's a good advice. Um, and before I let you go, I want to hear more about your course for anyone who's listening. Um, I know it's a newer thing and I guess you're doing live versions of it now, but I don't know what you're doing with it in the future, but I'd love to hear more about it and how it got started. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I contemplated starting a course once I started to see my community on social media grow and people ask more and more questions, but I just never wanted to seem like pushy. I didn't want to oversell. Um, and I never wanted people to feel like I was withholding like the best information for a course. Um, but I was going live pretty consistently a couple times a week and people actually started asking like, will you do a course? Like, can you do like a group mm. learning setting um, just so that I can work with more people? Um, so I did end up debuting like the first, yesterday was the first class actually. Um, it's always going to be live for sure. I, I just definitely like, if you're paying for a course, I want it to offer you a couple things that are different from the content I regularly post. Mm. And one is that I just want the information to be organized and detailed and kind of mapped out for you in, um, in a, a way that makes it really actionable. Um, and then I also, I want it to be live and interactive so that you can ask me questions. And so it's, it's two days a week. It's on Tuesday and Thursday right now for the month of March. And every person who's taking the class is going to have two one-on-one -on -one consultations with me. Mm. Um, I just want it to be really, really personalized and tailored to each person's um, individual social media needs. Um, so yeah, so it's the idea behind the course is that um, if you implement everything that you learn, you'll be able to get from zero to 10,000 followers in a month wow. um, on TikTok. And I, fully believe that that is possible for anyone who wants to take their their role as a creator seriously and um, just really actively implement everything that is within the course. Um, the, the way that you create the content and the posting schedule and all of the strategy and all that. Um, and then at the end of the course, there is going to be some education on social media management um, for anyone interested in picking that up either freelance or transitioning into it full time. Mm. That's so cool. I want to sign up for it. Is it going to be every month you think? 
Yes. Um, okay. I'm working on, like I'm overhauling my website right now, mm -hmm. but um, this week I'm going to release the course dates and times for cool. April. So I'll have some more sections for different time zones. Cool. Yeah, I definitely want to sign up for April because my book is launching in May and I have like a PR team, which I've never uh -huh. worked with before. Like I've always done everything myself and they're helping me with like getting press and, and stuff like that. But um, I also want to be doing a lot of stuff on my own and really help build awareness around my name and stuff. So I know that that'll help me. So I want to sign up in awesome. April and I then your episode, will be you. out, your episode will be out in May. So when people are listening, they can sign up for that that month oh, <laughs> that they hear. Perfect. Yeah. It'll be all good to go by then. Cool. I'm excited about that. And what are you doing now after our call? Um, after I'm actually going to work on my website, it, it needs so much uh, work and I'm trying to integrate like all of the elements of the course into my website, just so it's a little easier for people to access. So they don't have to like keep referencing the email and all of that. Um, I actually have um, some client work to do. And then I have a fellow creator that I'm connecting with this afternoon. Nice. Well, that <laughs> sounds like a good afternoon. I'm so excited to have met you. I'm so happy to be connected. I feel like we're, we're going to be connecting it for a while. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I can't wait course. to binge your podcast now. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm also, if you're open to it, I'd love to send you my book. It's not like a hard copy yet. Um, I'm going to be getting that finalized in the next few weeks, but I have like the finalized interior PDF of it. So uh -huh. I've been sending that out. I feel like you'd you'd enjoy it. So I'd have to send that. it over. Okay, cool. What is your book called? It's called BRB, a memoir about coming of age in the digital age. So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's that. my story yeah, that's... of what I talk about. So it's mental health and social media and my story with it and how we can talk about how we can start that conversation with ourselves, with our kids and maybe change I would things. love to read that. Cool. Yeah, I'll send it over <laughs> to you after this. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you. And I'll be in touch when this comes out and between then, I'm sure. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thanks again. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Perfect people. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find us on Instagram at perfectpodcast. That's P-E-R-F-C-K-E-D podcast. And if you're into the show as much as I am and know other people who should be doing this thing with us, Pixar didn't happen. Make sure to screenshot this episode inside your podcast app and share it on Instagram, making sure to tag us. And if you want to take it a step further and make this relationship Facebook official, you can join our private Perfect People Facebook group where we hang out with strangers on the internet. You down? Cool. Hit subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, and tune in next week for another conversation with a real person talking about real life in real time. Same time next week? Cool. See you then. Later.